Hi, everyone. Welcome to Bottom Line with Bob and Kendall Ehrlich. Yay, we're back. We are back. We've got a lot to talk about, and it's about time. Now, this is a national audience, so we have to explain we are back to everyone. Right. We did a little radio in Baltimore for a while. A little. Four and a half years uh, in Baltimore with very good ratings, by the way. Uh, in any event, I am former governor of Maryland, Bob Ehrlich. I'm also a former member of Congress and a former member of the Maryland legislature. And you are my Ken- wife of 27 years. That's right. 27. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm an attorney, mother of two boys, Drew 21, Josh 16, and we are big football fans. We are. We're a big football family. We'll get into that in a few minutes. Uh, with regard to our show, we uh, had a lot of fun with it. I was uh, then just out of office. Uh, and we talked about local politics, state politics, national politics, sports, culture. We talked about everything in that show. It became very popular. In fact, one of the really cool things that happened to both of us, people would come up and say, hey, um, I'm really planning my Saturday around your show. And as they run, ran errands or did whatever, they would listen. And we got lots of feedback. And so we're hoping that we will do the same here. So we want to we hear from you through our email and through contacting us. But we have a lot to talk about. We have very changing times right now. Many people are nervous and scared. It's, it's a time in our country that we really haven't known in our lifetime. Yeah, so we hope to capture your attention with this podcast. Uh, we have plenty of political opinion here, quite obviously. We're going to have occasional guests. Uh, we're going to have a good give and take with not just our guests, but also our audience, sometimes even between us. Oh, that's yeah. right. You mean we don't always agree? <laughs> well, no. 98% don't of the time, that. honey, 98% of the time. Uh, and we're also going to have a little segment. I am a weekly contributor to Western Journal, a terrific uh, website, conservative website, if you have not heard of it. It has grown exponentially over the past few years. Very, very popular. And I contribute typically an article a week. And we're also going to be talking about my weekly article uh, and you see me in, in my office writing furiously and typing furiously and all that. It's really a great venue for many people. And uh, you write on there and some other familiar names to folks. And uh, we urge you to go there and really take in the writing because it's, it's all good. Well, you always say my books and my, uh, my columns are your favorite. And I appreciate that. That's right. What else would I say? Well, you're <laughs> sometimes she's a tough critic. In any event, uh, we're going to cover a variety of topics, as we said, over the coming weeks and months. And just a few off the top of my head, I know we're not going to get into this in great detail right now, but just five I came up with, uh, Mrs. Ehrlich. One, uh, the events of Georgia, the special election, uh, a mild upset in the minds of many. Uh, my Friends, my uh, former colleagues on the ground inform me that the rural Republican vote, the red counties in northern Georgia and, and uh, southwestern Georgia, did not come out uh, with the numbers needed to offset uh, Democrats' strength in the cities. Uh, these were Trump voters, uh, presumably upset with what had occurred on uh, November 3rd, and they were discouraged from voting, and some did not. And in fact, with David Perdue, 20,000-vote margin, that was clearly the difference, the lack of turnout uh, in red Georgia, which is um, quite an interesting circumstance. We were talking about that. I don't get that kind of thinking. But no, I, we, we think it's counterproductive. Very. Um, you're now going to have two uber progressives in the United States Senate from the red state of Georgia. Get your mind around that one for a second. Our side needs to learn how to fight a little better. Hey, no kidding. Smarter, too. 
Uh, also, the events of January 6th, obviously, the, the riot, the destruction, the deaths uh, uh, following the uh, pro-Trump rally on Capitol Hill. Uh, horrible, chaotic scene, uh, condemned universally. Uh, and what that means going forward. Uh, also, mixed signals from campaign 2020. What is going to be lost in the uh, progressive mushroom that will be uh, mushroom. I'm not sure that metaphor works, but I guess the project progressive agenda coming from the Biden-Harris administration is going to be the fact that this was not a Democratic landslide in 2020. In fact, Republicans picked up a dozen seats in the House. They picked up seats in state legislatures in complete chambers, in fact, state chambers around the country. Uh, Many on Capitol Hill in Washington believe Republicans are set to, in fact, capture, recapture the House in 2022. So this was uh, clearly a uh, it wasn't a tie. Clearly, Democrats won. Biden Harris won. A uh, incumbent Republican president lost. But mixed signals, nevertheless. But, you know, uh, this election and this cycle and what occurred in 2020, really has some some basic foundation issues of our society. Which actually leads me to my next point. Okay. How about that? Well, We've done this before. Yeah. Uh, where does the GOP go from here? This is a change party. This is a different party. It's a new party. I've begun to write about it. We've talked about it. Uh, this is not a Chamber of Commerce party. This is an NFIB, a, a, a small business, a working class, middle class party. And the change agent was named Donald J. Trump. Well, we also have real foundation issues that go even, I think, broader, meaning um, societal issues, you know, concepts like the ends justify the means, the censorship that's occurring, um, the uh, not identifying genders, no labels, no merit. I mean, this is a real societal change flowing into a very socialist philosophy. And, And I just think you know, from my perspective, I think the country will react to that, but they didn't react enough in this past election. Well, in fact, uh, the Democrats, Joe Biden, this iteration of Joe Biden, did not change the fact that he had, uh, in our view, regressed, but in his view, progressed from liberal to progressive. He picked a very progressive uh, uh, vice president. They ran a very progressive campaign. Their candidates, for the most part, followed a very progressive agenda. So progressivism is ascendant in the Democratic Party and in the country today. You can't well, argue it's with yet it. To be, it's yet to be seen about the country. It, it depends on the reaction from it. And, uh, you know, Donald Trump got more votes than he any other Republican had ever gotten. So yep. that that's... That, that remains to be seen. Well, how fast and how far left my administration goes is going to be a major storyline, a major storyline. It's forward. something we're going to be following for sure. Uh, my beloved criminal justice system where I've spent most of my, my career, mostly as a prosecutor, uh, with no bail, decriminalization, not just of marijuana, but of all drugs, I think is disastrous. You know, um, I'm a real believer in alternative courts. I think that's great, but you, you know, you have to make it stick. Those courts have their their own stick and carrot that that uh, to provide um, the ability of people to do. I I did that for several years. And what administration one of brought drug courts to Maryland? In well, fact. that was the early administration, exactly in right. fact. And uh, so we just, you know, we're going to be following these stories and bringing them to you in a very common sense 
type of way that if you're of a certain generation, you're thinking to yourself, wow, where are we and how can this be? Yeah. And what kind of future for our children? Among That's the, really what it's all about. Among the issues sort of important to us, because we're sort of old-fashioned around here, we're traditional, we vote on issues, less on personalities, more on issues. What did the person do? What did the person say? What did the person do? What was the performance in office? And then we get to judge what issues are important to us. How do those issues play out? Promises we, said, promises. It, promises made, promises, promises kept. Said, exactly. Right. Uh, we care about school choice. We care about freedom of speech on campus. We care about freedom of speech, period. We're big First Amendment folks. We have been. If you read my former books, if you read any of my articles, your stuff as well. It's all about free speech. It's about First Amendment. Immigration policy, another hugely important issue to us. The war on terror will tell the story about how, as a member of Congress, I came home after 9-11 that very day in Congress, and you turned to me and said, you have to run for governor. We're going to need leadership. The country is going to really desire leadership at this point. And I think we're in a real place of that right now, too. Urge a lot of people to run. We need good people to run for office right now. Couldn't be more important. Other issues some uh, that we've discussed, written about, care about election security, integrity. We're not Johnny come lately to this issue. I've written about photo identification, mandatory photo identification at the polls on election day for years. This should be a no-brainer, and dear. For everyone. We'll get into this, but you can. There's very. We, I should put it like this. There's very few things you can do in our country today without photo identification. But when it comes to the franchise, when it comes to the most important rights you have as a free American in Maryland, ah, get that driver's license out of my face. What's that about? People it's need crazy. to be identified. And after this election in uh, uh, 2019, definitely we've got to, or 2020, I'm sorry, we definitely need to have uh, verification and we need to have people show up at the polls. Not to keep going on this issue, but we laugh about you kid me about my seasonal allergies in in the spring when springtime comes i need my claritin d right and when i go to local drugstore they know who i am former governor but guess what guess what i had to produce to get my claritin d in springtime in maryland identification do i have to produce that at the polls no, no. crazy identification to get my gym identification to get my computer identification to get my phone to go to any office building these days Anything. Uh, gun control, obviously another issue important to us, Second Amendment. Regulation, taxes. Uh, there will be no issues that, uh, that we fear. <laughs> We've handled them one way or another in very public lives over the past couple of decades in the state of Maryland and the United States of America. So we really do hope you will uh, follow us. We hope you will uh, listen to our show. We hope you'll contribute to the show as well with give and take. We look forward to it. And we thank you for uh, for your interest in the Ehrlichs because the Ehrlichs are back. back. And that's the bottom line with Bob and Kendall Ehrlich. We look forward to talking with you.